if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And it took a little bit longer than usual, but we're on. Quite a delay here. Like the same colored shirt for some reason. I mean, yours is a little lighter, I think. But cubby blue, I know. I know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that, but you know, know. whatever. Uh, okay, well, we got the matchup that we deserved, that we earned, that we spent all season waiting for. They're finally going to play, and you know what? Gonzaga's going to win this game. But we'll talk about it a lot here. Um, I want to get into a couple things around college basketball first because we're not just a national championship show, you got to cover the entire game. And when a job like North Carolina opens, it's pretty notable. And then when there's a hire that underwhelms people, also notable and not surprising that this happened. <laughs> not not my number one choice. I don't think if I were a part of the boosters or whatever there or however they voted on it and the athletic director and all that stuff, I would not have hired Hubert Davis as my number one choice at all. I mean, I could see that, but I mean, you got to get, I mean, how long has he been there? You got to give the man nine years due. So, and he knows Roy's system. I, you know, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. I don't know, but I mean, he learned from one of the best out there. So I I think it's a good hire. I think it's a good hire, I guess, but it's not who I would have hired. I would have hired Wes Miller way younger played there, is from there. He's won the SOCON regular season three times with UNC Greensboro. Imagine what he could do with the resources that North Carolina has. Like, when you get a job like North Carolina, you don't have to worry about recruiting that much. I mean, you already have one of the biggest brands. All you got to do is have a good coaching staff, and you have to know how to, you know, relate to players and put them in the right spots. But Hubert Davis is part of that coaching staff. Yeah, but I just think that Wes Miller is much younger and I would I would like that as a, a player who's or a coach who's much younger. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. But I think I he, mean, but I think you give him a shot. I, that's just yeah, I guess I, I just uh, you know I'm telling you, it's not the it's not the splash you were hoping for. Is that what you're saying? I don't think they were ever going to get a splash. Yeah, I, I always thought it would be either him or Wes Miller. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Wes Miller's had a lot of success at the lower level. And when you're a head coach somewhere that's at a lower conference or a mid-major conference and you have success there, you deserve a look at a big guy, especially when you played there and you're from there. You obviously know the area. And you know how much easier it is to recruit North Carolina than North Carolina Greensboro? Are you just assuming they didn't give him a look? I mean, <laughs> I don't feel like they did. Okay. I, th- I think they probably had a list of candidates, and he was probably on there, but they sure. hired Hubert Davis pretty quickly. Sure. And uh, I think there's a lot of people – or I think there was a couple reports about there was a lot of people that on that committee of boosters or whatever that were voting on it to see whether they would hire Hubert Davis. A lot of them wanted Wes Miller, but they were probably talked into Hubert Davis, I guess. But Yeah. We'll see. It's better than Jerry Stackhouse. That's good. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference between having success in the SoCon and being absolutely horrendous and yelling at your own fans in the SEC. 
and being a douche. So there's differences there. Um, so Stackhouse would have been a horrible hire, would have been F hire, worst hire of the cycle. Uh, but whatever, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an overall good hire. Not who I would have picked, but guess what? I'm not the AD there. So what does it matter? Exactly. It doesn't. There you go. I'm sure <laughs> that some people think that the Mike Woodson hire is worse than this. Uh, I don't know if that's fair. I think Mike Woodson's actually going to have a good staff there, which is really all that matters. I think Mike Woodson will be fine. I mean, the thing he is, did Indiana, well with the Knicks. I mean, that's Indiana expects an Indiana's fan base expects too much. Is the problem? Obviously, I mean, when was the last time they were like legitimately relevant, really good? Like eight years ago, they had that team that was number one that uh, yeah, Illinois beat beat Kentucky and then lost Illinois. Yeah, um, very <laughs> exciting. But you know, I did see the Dane Fife, who's been pretty much Izzo's right hand man for the last decade is going to join Indiana staff. He played in Indiana. That's a great hire because he's one of the best recruiters in the Big Ten. Uh, when you look at assistant coaches big in the pickup. Big Ten, recruiting-wise, he's right there. So that's a huge pickup. They yeah. already have – like Indiana right now, if Armand Franklin returns, we know Trace Jackson Davis is staying, there's really no reason why they shouldn't be back in the tournament next year. Like they have almost everybody coming back. They're going to bring in some guys too. I know that they landed – uh What's his name? I think Parker Stewart from UT Martin, who was the son of the coach who passed away uh, early in the season last year. So he's going there, I know. Um, But they already have a lot of talent there. So there's really no reason why Mike Woodson shouldn't at least uh, get close to making the tournament. If they should make it, to be honest, and that should be the expectation. It will be. I'm sure Indiana fans expect undefeated national champions next year. So (laughs) there you go. But obviously, I don't know what the difference would have been between Brad Stevens and Mike Woodson. You know, they just, they just have to win a championship, right? It's all that matters. Correct. And Indiana hasn't won in uh, what? 30 years, 29 years, something like that. So very cool. Good for them. Uh, don't like Indiana, but whatever. <laughs> um, I did have a UNLV fan in my mentions last night, complaining about how much better of a hire, uh, Long Kruger's son, which I think his name is what Kevin Kruger or something. Yeah, how much better of a hire he was at UNLV than um, TJ Otzelberger at Iowa State. And it's like that's the hill you're gonna die on. Your head coach leaves to go to Iowa State, so you gotta go out of your way to say how much better the <laughs> new UNLV coach is than the other one. Interesting, like I just let me see the tweet here. Uh, it says, Why can't I find it? Damn it. Was it deleted? Blocked? Did I get blocked? Whatever. But basically <laughs> just said it was a much better hire at UNLV. So, yeah, I did get blocked or deleted. Oh Interesting. Boy. Oh, boy. So, I think the it's name of like the person. like Green Bay. It's all over again. So, it makes sense. Yeah, it is a little bit. You know, definitely <laughs> a huge UNLV fan. So, UN. I got to find out if I got blocked now. By UNLV. No, it was this UNLV Rebel Girl oh. Twitter. Didn't block me, but deleted the tweet. So yep. maybe she, uh, she was realizing, you know what? This is stupid. What is the point of this? And I would agree. What is the point of that? Like, Otzelberger has coaching okay. experience and was a really good recruiter when he was at Iowa State as an assistant. So just because you're Lon's kid doesn't mean I'm going to put you in my top five coaching hires. And I think the big question is, will Hubert Davis be my top five? No. The top five right now, that tweet got some game, got some play. 
<clears throat> and it was, uh, let me find it here, uh, 40-something likes, I think. So I think there was a lot of Utah fans that liked the post because nobody cares about Utah basketball. So when you make a tweet about them, they're just going to be like, okay, I like that. Very good. Very uh, let good. me find it. Why do? Why does it take so long to find tweets? Got it. Okay. I don't know. Because you tweet too much, probably. Definitely. Um, my top five hires, Chris Beard, number one at Texas. Number two, Porter Moser at Oklahoma. Number three, Craig Smith at Utah. Four, TJ Otzelberger at Iowa State. And five was Pat Kelsey at Charleston. So a lot of Utah fans into that because, obviously, nobody cares about Utah basketball. So, uh, anyway, let's talk about the Final Four. And now the fact that the games were the opposite of what people thought. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I that I should have seen that come from a mile away because usually when everyone thinks something, the other thing happens. That's true. Never go with the public is, is what so, the gamblers say from what I've heard. You always fade the public. So, um, yeah, kind of crazy. I mean, I, you know, good timing here with that. Uh, the dog barking right when we started talking, that was – Quite something. Not a fan of what you're saying, I'm sure. But um, I think what it comes down to is that Baylor flat out is just better than Houston. Like Houston, they had a chance going in. I had Baylor winning by about seven, I think. Um, I did not think Houston would be down 25 at the half. I thought their length and athleticism and their ability to defend would come into play here. But I think what we noticed is that when Houston doesn't have more than one guy scoring, it's a huge problem because Marcus Sasser had 17 of 20 points for them in the first half. So when Grimes is not hitting shots, you have Sasser in there. I just didn't think that it was going to work with only one guy scoring. He had 17 of 20 in the first half. Yeah. Baylor's just better. I mean, what can you say? When Jared Butler's hitting shots again, Baylor becomes even better than they already were with him not hitting shots. Like against Villanova, he wasn't hitting shots. They still defended their way into a dominant win. So they're definitely a unique matchup for Gonzaga, but I just don't think after Gonzaga was able to overcome that game in a game where UCLA literally played a perfect game. Yeah, and that's what they had. UCLA had to play a perfect game. Um, my thing is, did did Baylor let it all out? the game before. I mean, that's I think my they're work. too good. I think they're too good to not have a yeah, good game. Tonight. But I mean, 46% from three, uh, you know, that's kind of UCLA shot 47%, um, you know, 58% from the field. I think the difference is that <laughs> Baylor is so much better defensively than UCLA. And that's the question. Is Baylor going to be able to finally stop Gonzaga's offense? And Baylor had six guys who shot 40% plus from three this year. So I'm not really worried about them being able to shoot the three ball. Yeah. I think they'll be able to do it. And this, and this was really the first game where Baylor's offense came, came to play um, ever since the COVID pause, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they, they really haven't, their offense hasn't been what it was all year. So they're bad. I, you know, this should be one of the greatest championship games we've seen in a while. And I say that, and it's probably going to be Gonzaga by 20, yep. but you know, yep. <laughs> I, mean, I think anybody can, can stay with them. It's going to be Baylor. And, and I know everybody was rooting up for UCLA or at least the people that don't really care about college basketball because nobody wanted to see UCLA Baylor. Oh, UCLA winning would have been tragic <laughs> for, for college basketball. Yeah. It really um, would have been. So I, I'm just glad that, you know, 
it, it, it sucked that anybody had to lose that game because that yeah. was such a good game. Um, that was and, an all-time great yeah. game. Yeah. And anyone saying like, oh, finally a good game in the tournament, shut up. I mean, there, this has been a really good tournament. I don't yeah, care that there yeah. hasn't been any buzzer beaters until that one on Saturday. It's been a really good tournament. And you know what? We have the tournament back, so how about we not critique the quality of the games in the tournament? <laughs> Quality's been absolutely fine. Exactly. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't, it's, it's two years in the making. So of course, you know, uh, an elite eight matchup like Oregon state Houston is something where you should probably puke and not want to watch it, but you got to watch it. That's not a great matchup for the sport. That's true. Uh, the best case matchup was probably like Illinois, West Virginia for, for, in terms of people wanting to watch. I mean, Houston, I guess, but I don't know. I just thought that uh, Baylor's back. They're playing as well as they have been all year. I think that, yeah, honestly, they look they haven't looked better than that game. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, and they probably would have won by 30 if they didn't kind of take the foot off the gas a little bit there in the second half. But you know, they they out they were outscored by Houston by six in the second half and still won the game by enough. Yeah, handle so handle you know, this is a matchup we we've earned that we deserve. Absolutely. Um, I don't really see any other way to end this season. I think there's someone who said in the second round that uh, all this madness and Gonzaga Baylor being the championship. I don't know if that was me or not, but I did. Say I that think that season. was you. Uh, yeah. So nailed my it. sister actually quoted you the other day after Gonzaga won. So is that right? Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's very good. Um, here's another <laughs> thing you got to think about. That was also my pick in my bracket. Now I did have Baylor winning. So honestly, True. I will be rooting for both teams tonight. <laughs> I want both teams because both whoever wins is a good scenario for me. Who are you actually taking though? You're taking Gonzaga. Right now I pick Gonzaga, but if Baylor yeah. wins, then my bracket's correct. So I True. can I can play to both sides there. I like Gonzaga. I'm I want them to go undefeated. I've liked Baylor all season. I've had them a number one many weeks in the season. What's the spread? So I think it's five and a half or four. Wow. And a half. I think it's four and a half. I'll take Baylor all day. I think Gonzaga covers that. Take Baylor money line. Also, I heard something on the radio earlier. I don't even know what I was listening to. Some moron who doesn't ever watch the sport, who probably watched the game and now thinks he's cool. One he was saying something like, I don't even know who this guy was. Uh, I don't even know what station it was. I just heard it. I don't know. if Maybe I was dreaming it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but he said something like, UCLA is one of the best teams in the country or something. It's like, oh, my God. Yikes. The, they're literally a Cinderella team. Like by definition, I don't care how many championships they've won. Right. I don't care what their brand is. I don't care what conference they're in. They're a Cinderella team because they're really not that good. Right. Like they were carried by Juzang. Juzang, absolutely. Carried. And Hawkins and Tiger Campbell. All three of those guys were finally making shots together in this run. Do you think Juzang played himself into a lottery pick? I've been hearing that. I think he played himself into being a – first round guy like yeah 15 through 25 maybe 15 through 30 but i don't think he'll be a lottery pick unless the team really likes him but well he really he turned himself from a kind of a spot up guy to a creator that can score kind of what adam miller is probably going to try to do because adam miller Miller, is that the new rumor that people i don't know or care honestly how is he going to michigan he's not going to michigan there's no way there's too many and if he does you know what go ahead who cares yeah, I don't care. Losers. Get a life, <laughs> Michigan fans. All you're worried about is recruits 24-7. Give me a break. How about you beat <laughs> UCLA in the Elite Eight first? True. Um, you know, uh, 
he wasn't used properly at Kentucky. He was only a spot-up shooter, only averaged like three points a game. Goes to UCLA, bada-bing, bada-boom. He can finally create his own shots, yeah. less talent around him. He's the go-to guy. How many points did he have in this game? 29. Okay, so he had 57 points Yeah, in two games. Impressive. In it's not bad. I don't know if it's, you know, <laughs> Max yeah. Ace is good, but. Okay. Just kidding. He did it against two number one seeds and uh, <laughs> in the Elite Eight in the Final Four. Yeah. So pretty good. Run. I mean, it was a great run. But I got to tell you this. They're going to be picked to win the Pac-12 next year. Not going to happen. Let down. So they're not going to win Let the Pac-12. down city. Yeah. Everyone's going to think about how good they are now and say all this stuff. Like, no, we can't buy into the hype there. This was a magical run. Mick Cronin will never win a title there. They'll be Ooh. good. Ouch. But I don't think they're ever going to win a championship there. So whatever, maybe you think, maybe people think I'm going too far, but that's just my thoughts. You know, <laughs> people tend to overrate a program when they make a huge run like this. That's true. And in the regular season, UCLA was not that special, especially down the stretch. They lost a lot of close games, but I don't know. Cody Riley was making jump shots. That kind of changed the game here that he was making all those mid-range jumpers. Yeah, yeah. And they had to respect him a little bit, even though they really didn't. He had a ton of open looks. Yeah. But it's very rare, and it really shows you how good Gonzaga is, that they averaged 1.2 points per possession, UCLA did, and lost. Like, that never happens. And Gonzaga, I mean, for Gonzaga, was having an off night. I mean, what was Kispert? Two of eight from three. Maybe if he put a little arch on his shot, he'd make some of those. But, you know, who am I to judge? He did. Hit a couple big ones. Got a couple big rebounds. Yeah. I think he hit one in overtime. Right. I told I told Heather that the game was over, and then of course UCLA came back and well, probably should have went to whatever, overtime if they if they would guard before people got to half court. I, I still don't understand that. Uh, he, you know, Cronin did it against Alabama and let Alabama uh, get it to overtime, and then he did it here and let uh, Suggs get. A pretty good look from this was a much harder shot though than the one that Alabama had. Oh yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't, but why do you not press the ball a little bit? Unreal. Yeah, Gonzaga hasn't been very efficient from three in the tournament. Thirty three percent in this game. Yeah. Sixty percent from the line. So Yeah. And rebounding yeah. wise, they got out rebounded by six. Yeah. Maybe this is like, you know. Baylor catches them at the right time because they haven't really had their A game. I guess USC, they pretty much dominated the entire game. But other than that, you know, we'll see. Here's the big thing. I heard someone say this earlier. Baylor basically has rotating bodies underneath, and the only way they can win this game is by slowing down Drew Timmy. And how they can do that is get really physical with him. You basically have 15 fouls to give with him. There's Vital, Thamba, or uh, Chamwa, Chachua. You got 15 fouls to give. You don't really care if uh, those guys are getting a few fouls in the first half. I I guess you you do care a little bit. Yeah, sure. You know, I'm just saying, like, they got got to get physical with Timmy, make him uncomfortable. And then guard-wise, I think right now, with the way everybody's playing, three guards that start for for Gonzaga, I would take – 
uh, Baylor's guards right now. Yeah, honestly, I, I think Ayayi's playing great, but Nimhard has been good, I guess. Suggs really didn't have that good of a game. I mean, defensively, he w- made some huge plays down the stretch. Right. He had 16 points, but you know, um, I'm just saying, Jared Butler is playing the way that he's supposed to play, which is all American. Mm-hmm. Davion Mitchell, same thing. Macy Oteague, hitch or no hitch. He's hitting the buckets, yeah. making shots, good defender too. So yeah. we'll see. Maybe it's going to come down to Corey Kispert versus Matthew Meyer three balls. Who hits more? That could be what it comes down to. Interesting. Interesting. We'll see. Um, defensively, though, you got to like Baylor coming into this. Uh, if they can defend a little bit better than UCLA did and make shots, they have a chance. And I, and I mean, Baylor is pretty dang good defensive team so well if you had to put you know a scale together um baylor would be way at the top defensively and ucla would be at the bottom so sure that's kind of what it comes down to because uh mick cronin even though he's basically a defensive guy you can't say we're gonna play defense as hard as we can against gonzaga right like you can't make defense your focus if you're going to try to beat Gonzaga, you have to score with them. Yeah. And I thought that and their I plan they to get, slow down was good. Yeah, and I think that they can't overplay, which Baylor has a tendency to do because Gonzaga will backdoor you to death. So, yep. Hopefully Scott Drew, if you're a Baylor fan, hopefully Scott Drew uh, doesn't F around and try to get cute with his game plan. True. Don't I, get, uh, don't it's got to be demoralizing. Cute, Scott Drew. It's got to be demoralizing for UCLA to have that good of a first half and be down one at the half. Mm-hmm. Like you score forty five or forty four points and you don't miss shots and you literally slow the game down completely to where it's played at your tempo on your side of the ball at least. But the thing about Gonzaga is every time that UCLA scored or missed it, missed a shot, Gonzaga was off and running. They did that every time, mm-hmm. and that's what I wish everybody would do. The way that Gonzaga played is how everyone should play. Like, it's good basketball to watch. It's efficient for the most part, even though they haven't been that efficient in this tournament. But you don't let the handlebar stash get going. You'll be in trouble if he does. And, uh, you know, Gonzaga hasn't faced a team like Baylor that has the physical bodies and more than one of them that can compete underneath defensively. Like Evan Mobley's big, but he's not that good defensively. And Timmy exposed him. So we'll see. Um, I don't know if there's anything else to say about this game. Do you have anything else? Uh, I'm just glad we're here. National championship. Uh, girls game. If this is anything as good as the girls game yesterday, I will. Uh, Hopefully more it. points, though. So. Well, yeah, of course, but yeah, that's just there, there should be more points. It's just the way it is. But that was a heck of a game. Felt bad for Arizona. I wanted Arizona to win. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. So I, I'm just this is the matchup we wanted back in December or whenever it was. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get it, and now we got it. So I think Gonzaga would have won that game if they played in December. Um, yeah. But now we get it. I think I think it's better that they didn't play it at this point. I agree. So the fact that we got this means yeah. that it was worth canceling it the first time. I agree. Because if making this it was up. the second matchup, eh, wouldn't be as exciting. I don't think. I agree. Two, it's uh, been the two best teams all year. 
this is how this is what the national championship's all about. We don't got to watch UCLA. UCLA probably would have found a way to beat Baylor, honestly. They probably would have. Gonzaga, I mean, I agree. That would have been the stupidest thing ever. I'd probably never watch a tournament again <laughs> if UCLA, UCLA won at all. Yeah. That would be so annoying. I agree. That would open the gates up for everyone. Like, we'd have 11 seeds winning every year. <laughs> be stupid. But True. <laughs> what is the matchup that you were most looking forward to tonight in terms of player on player? Uh. Honestly, I'm excited to see the guards, um, you know, guard Suggs. I don't know who I'm guessing Davion Mitchell will be on I don't Suggs. Know. I think it might be Butler. Yeah. Um, so, Teague and Ayayi will be really good. Then probably yeah. Nimhard and Mitchell will be my guess. Okay. But I do. But, I wish Davion would guard him, but I don't think he will just because, you know, I think Davion's what, like 6'1 or 6'2, and Suggs is 6'4, Butler 6'3. So, yeah. Like but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see the guards. I mean, we talk about how you know the guards at uh, Gonzaga are pretty good, you know, and then you have Timmy, which I don't know what exactly Baylor's going to be able to do um, if Ch- Joshua is going to get some more time to try to shut him down, <sighs> you know. Uh, but. What Overall, it should be a good game. Be. I did see somebody, I think Sean Paul retweeted it. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but said this is the first time since the 2005 game that we are going to have five All-Americans playing in the national championship. Yeah, I saw that. So, so it's like it's 05 was uh, Lutherhead, Darren Williams, D. Brown, Sean May. Was he? Uh, yep, Sean and, May. Uh, Raymond Felton. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, these All-Americans are better than those All-Americans, I would say. If, well, if yeah, they were playing a five-on-five game, I would take these All-Americans. It's, it's evolution. They're they're all better these days. Uh, D. Brown, Lutherhead, Sean May, Raymond Felton, Darren Williams, and then Corey Kispert, Jared Butler, Drew Timmy, Jalen Suggs, Davion Mitchell. It was by at Jared Burson. Let's give him the credit where credit's due. Shout out. Uh, so this should tell you that Baylor's going to win because the team with less All-Americans wins. Baylor will win and Gonzaga will get cheated out of a win. There you go. Yeah. Same we'll see how the refs win. are. I mean, the refs doing a pretty good job keeping Gonzaga in these games. All right. <laughs> that, I don't know why people ran with that narrative in this game. Like, if you're going to do it in any game, do it in a different game than this. Like, UCLA had more free throws than Gonzaga for most of the game. And what are you going to do? You know, if, if, you're, if you're Baylor – when Flo Thamba starts, you tell him to get physical with Timmy early. He'll probably take a couple fouls. That's how you that's how you that's control right. the game or start the game at least. That's get physical right. with him. No flagrants, but hit him yep. in the arm when he's going up. Hit him, hit him hard. Wait. That might Let's be not a do that. Much. Okay. Jeez. Hey, but good on UCLA to actually not let Gonzaga cover a spread for once in the tournament. That was exciting for them, yeah. They uh, what was the spread on that game? 16 14 and a half. 14. Biggest in a final four game ever, I believe. Yeah, that's not surprising, obviously. Um, considering it's 11 and a one and an 11 that barely got to the point where they could be in the tournament. Uh, so you know, this is the matchup that we earned, folks. As you can see on paper right here. Enjoy it. This is the one that we earned. Gonzaga, Enjoy it. Hopefully it lives Baylor. up to the hype. 
That's... And nobody should have any sort of beef with either of these teams. Like it's not Duke and North Carolina or right. Duke and Kentucky or Kansas or any of those. So Baylor programs. hasn't won since 1950 and Gonzaga's never won. So I don't think Baylor's won. They haven't? Oh, first time they've been in it since 1950? First time they won the Big 12 since 1950. Oh, okay. So first time they won a conference title. Baylor historically is not a good program. True. And I've said it a lot. And a lot of people have said this. When Scott Drew took over Baylor, they were a disaster. Horrible. And uh, it's taken about 20 years, but here they are. Here they are. They were in the national championship in 1948. They, they lost to Kentucky 58-42 yeah. in a high-scoring battle. Yeah. Um, no three-pointers, so it's harder to get to the that's true. numbers. That's true. 42, still not very good. We should have a simulation, 2021 Baylor against 1948 Baylor. Who wins? <laughs> 2021 Baylor by 70? Okay. I Good. don't know, man. Well, all right. play with either rules from those days, and you go with it. So, who are you picking? Baylor. Give me Baylor. Spread or outright? I'll take them outright. Money line. Man. I got them. That would be good for me if Baylor won. Gonzaga's not Gonzaga's not going undefeated. I think Gonzaga does it. I think they get it done 32 and 0. I don't care what anybody says about their schedule or their conference. Right. Even if they lose this game, there's still no argument to be made about this. <laughs> I can't, wait. I can't wait till people are like, see, told you they don't play in a conference. Yeah, I can't I mean, do the voice as good as you, but you know what I'm saying. They did nothing. At. They did nothing but, <laughs> you know, beat everyone by double digits and the whole the whole thing. But that's you right. know, that's all right. Yeah. Should be interesting. Uh, the good thing for me is that I can play to both sides here. I like both teams a lot. That's right. Been on both cheat. teams. I think this was my number th- Bet on both three. <laughs> I think it was my number three and four preseason teams because I think I had Villanova. Big. And uh, Kentucky or something like that. I don't think it was Kentucky. I don't remember who it was. Uh, but there you go. All right. That'll do it for us. You're taking Baylor. I'm taking Gonzaga. We'll see who's right. And, uh, yeah, hopefully this game doesn't suck. And uh, True. go both teams. Go both teams.